It's the Exit 52 podcast presented by Jimmy Seafood, the only Baltimore podcast where one of the co-hosts threatened to jump in the Baltimore Harbor if the Orioles lost 20 games in a row. RDT, you're safe. You're safe for now. The Orioles have won some games. We're back for another episode. We will have the starting five draft presented by Fed Thrill later in the episode. It's going to be our favorite TV dramas in honor of, um, in honor of The Wire. That will be coming later, but we start with those Baltimore Orioles and Banks and RDT. I mean, look, it, it, one of the more depressing stretches of baseball in the history of the franchise over the past three or four weeks. Uh, but they now have won a couple games and um, you don't have to jump in the harbor, Eric. So that's, that's when you put that up on Twitter, I was like, I'm not sure if he's really looked ahead here and seen what was coming. Cause if they lose the two games to the twins, you were in major, major trouble. I mean, there was never a doubt that they that they weren't going to get to twenty. Let's be real. It's it's you know how hard it is to lose twenty games in a row. It's it's hard to lose fourteen. They got in a row. most it, of it, that way. Hey, <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. You know. I mean, I knew once they got to fourteen, I said this is a team that looks like they they're not going to lose fifteen in a row. Mm-hmm. They sure. may lose fourteen. They may lose thirteen, but they're they're damn sure not losing fifteen. And lo and behold, you know, it came to fruition. Uh, was that Wednesday night, Tuesday night? And then, and then now we're talking about a series win over the Twins, who aren't much better. I know we were talking about it off air. The Twins, I mean, they were, they were probably up there with the uh, with the White Sox to to compete in that division, and they're just bad. But um, that past two nights, we're having fun. I know Trey said on the uh, Trey said on the post game last night that he hasn't had that much fun in a locker room in a long time. There were, I'm sure there were adult <laughs> oh, sodas being passed around. There was music playing. Um, people were smiling, you know, it's, it, the guys are buzzing. It's nice weather out though. You know, it baseball in Baltimore is back, baby. A, a series win in June. All right. We like, we saw, what was it? Monday. You put the tweet out about the Harbor, right? After uh, yes. 14 straight yes. one. Yep. I was with Taylor and it kind of stopped the room where we were like, is he serious? Like, is he really going to like that? Eh? And I started to dissect the tweet itself. Word for word. What does this mean? Like, is he serious? Um, you didn't specify what harbor. Uh, I just, 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 pick, just the harbor. That the out. Inner harbor. Okay, so that's on record then. It's the inner harbor. Yeah, I hey, like I said, I last last year when I said if the Orioles don't draft Austin Martin, I'd eat my tweet. I ate my tweet. Okay, yeah, that's exactly what I mean. Though I was trying to see through <laughs> how you were going to try to work your way around this one, so that's why I'm kind of sticking it to you here. This is this is your declaration is in per- per- perpetuity here. I think it's you an exploding offer at the end of the year, though. I mean, it's, you didn't uh, specify I'll, I'll that. But you did okay, not I'll specify that. If they lose 20 straight games, I'll, I'll jump at the any point. Any point this year, if they lose 20 straight games? No, yeah, any you're point for the, for the foreseeable future. Here, here, here. Um, here. Yeah, here, I'll okay, do this sure. for you. I'll what do you want to do it, though? What do you want to do it, If the Baltimore Ravens lose 20 straight games, I will jump in the Inner Harbor. Wow, that's big. Yeah. Wow. I know. It's big of me to – so, I mean, I didn't want to have to do that, but as a, as a podcast co-host, I feel like it's my duty to stick my neck out there like you are. And thank you for standing up equal um, gesture. So if yeah, Maryland I, men's basketball loses 20 consecutive games to do um, to anybody, I will jump in the Harbor as well. Wow. Thank you guys. I, this, this means a lot to me. You said yeah. to anybody now that could like, if we just, excuse me to in a seat, like, like in consecutively, in a season, okay. not in a series, which kick <laughs> not you like, either, not like, like a football, Notre Dame Navy football no, that's why I didn't say football. 
Because you can lose game after game in a football series. Yeah, you can. Fast game, you certainly can. Yeah, you can. Um, that yeah, I will. I will also do that. Yeah, okay. You, well, I, I that, it really that. did because I, it stopped the room. We were like, I'm not sure RDT realizes that that this is so distinctly possible. There was a full break. We had done a full breakdown of the schedule earlier. Um, this was coming off, you know, the the, the depression of the Maryland lacrosse um, heartbreaking loss. But um, yeah, I mean. I think we do, you know, give them credit for winning the last two. I mean, they were uh, just horrible. I mean, it was it's it's been a really tough stretch. Um, Five and twenty three in May. They again, like the, the the stat I tweeted out where the John means no hitter. They were fifteen and sixteen, and then you look up and they were seventeen and thirty three. Like it was, I mean, it was unbelievable. And I, like I like they lost games every which way by close games, blowouts. Um, at home on the, like they had that awesome road record and now I'm pretty I'm, they're below 500 on the road now like they they any way they could have lost they did it and and yeah it was that, that was maybe the most again I think I tweeted I've seen my team lose 30 to three that was the most embarrassing stretch of baseball I've ever seen yeah and uh it, and like we said they it was wild going back and looking through the schedule the other day after you put that tweet out to just see it's just kind of mind-boggling to see that many l's on the spn you know team schedule pitch it's it's just the long list of l's just unfortunately should not be happening um and you know in a in a way it's it's hard to talk about any positive the team um the I love that. It was almost ballsy of Mike Elias to do like the system sweep tweet uh, yet last night. It's like, all right, man. Like, <laughs> I love, I love, I, and I totally get what they're doing. I mean, they have done that. And we've said on this podcast, they've done a very nice job. I think like in terms of how they promote the overall breadth of what the organization is trying to do. That's what they have to do. Cause the big league club is so bad right now. Um, but love that he tweeted that after a 14 game losing streak. That was they were a Norfolk. Uh, I had a lot of respect Norfolk for that. win away from doing it again tonight. Yeah, we could have gone back to back organization sweeps. Yeah, the old system sweep. The uh, the Bay Sox were what 30 and three or something. They are. I mean, what are they? Let me look. I'm looking at their Twitter right now. They're yeah, they're they're really good right now. Um, the best team in minor league baseball is won their sixth straight game. That's what they tweeted 46 minutes ago. Grayson Rodriguez made his debut tonight, struck out eight. His first strikeout in double A was a hundred miles an hour. Like he's dotting. He's, he's filthy. Um, they got this guy, Robert Newstrom who hit a ball. You saw that one banks, the 476 foot Robert Newstrom. I got to it before you did. Washington playing for JFC. Played for Iowa. Yeah. Yep. Iowa kid. Um, Straight out player. stadium. He, I mean, he that, that would have that would have hit the third floor of the warehouse. Yeah, it would have been Jay Gibbons in, in that uh, HTS commercial. Mm-hmm. He's breaking all the yeah. windows. There are people listening that don't know what HTS is. By the <laughs> that's, way, and that's true. That's disappointing. Not disappointing, <laughs> but it's, it's such a crazy. simple, like novel concept for the name of a sports network. It's just home team sports. Yeah, and it was a great logo out there. And uh, it was a center good field? Logo. Le- center field, right center field, left center. I think yeah. before the in front of the bullpen. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It was awesome. Um, no, but I mean, the, the, the minors are exciting. I bought my tickets for June 15th. The next time the Bay Sox are at home, um, taking on the Akron rubber ducks, great logo. I think they were not honorable mention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I may have taken them, but yeah, again, there's not much to be excited about. Um, you know, we're just excited about the young guys like we've, and, and it's the same guys that we've been talking about means Mancini Mullins. 
that's pretty much it on the big on the big screen or on the big squad. I think Trey's hitting 288 now, so he's fully back to to where he was in 2019. One of the truly all-time lines, and I don't know who was on the call for ESPN. We were watching the game on Monday. Uh, Austin wins, comes to the plate in the tenth, and they go. He hasn't been a part of these 13 game losses. He got called up today, and then he just proceeded to strike out on four pitches. It was an incredible sequence. <laughs> yeah, this guy no, doesn't have the stench yeah, on him. Yeah, he doesn't have the just... stench on him. And that's no disrespect to Austin Wins. I mean, that's a tough spot. You're coming up there. You haven't, you know, you haven't been facing big league pitching, and you're you're trying to, you know, kind of get used to it. But um, just an incredible. Just I've never heard a line like that before. Does it? Also, how just, about hasn't I mean, been feeling the pressure of all thirteen losses. The, just the Memorial from- Day games on ESPN were terrible. Like that's that's what you get for making that schedule ahead of time. Was was who was it was like I think it was Orioles. It was Orioles Twins, and then at night I think it was Pirates Kansas City. Yeah, like, it was those a are really bad. Four god awful teams. It's amazing to me, and I talked about this with you guys on Monday that no one beyond the men's lacrosse championship game has claimed Memorial day. Yeah. Takes over it's amazing to me that there's like, you know, labor day now has, you know, that primetime college football game, there's stuff going on. Like Memorial day has nothing. I'm I not guess exactly have, sure what it would be. I guess cause... you have NBA. So what they used to do is NBC used to have like day NBA games on Memorial day, like playoff games. They don't do that anymore. Everything's at night now. I think the NBA should put day – I guess I should put day – they play day games on TNT or, or ABC. Like, why would you not do that on Memorial Day? Just day games – day weekend games on NBC in, like, the late 90s just felt like it, you know, yeah. in the playoffs. I remember they, watching, like – get the, the music going. It just – yeah. Those were all day games. Big Ben and the Pistons, yeah, like rolling through at 1 o'clock, you know, Orlando at 1 o'clock on a Saturday. Yeah, just, like, put – like, they should have put – I, I'm just more likely to watch. I guess I'm on the East Coast. I'm more likely to watch something like Suns Lakers, which was on Sunday at, at three. Like if that's on Memorial Day at three, I'm not watching at ten thirty if it's on at ten thirty. But if I'm yeah. watching at three thirty, I'm probably watching. Now maybe they figure people are doing stuff that day, so they're not going to get the same rating. But that's what I'm thinking too. If but people are outside, it just was crazy. The men's lacrosse game, and I'm obviously in a total bubble. But like was getting outside of lacrosse Twitter because it was the only sporting event on. Like it was the only live sporting event going besides horrible baseball, as you talked about. And people were like into it because it was really exciting and it was the thing that was on. And people are off and they're coming off a long weekend. They're probably not doing a ton on that Monday, really. I mean, everyone's kind of I feel like shutting it down a bit that Monday, but yeah. I think Big Cat said it the best today where he's like, Memorial Day is the day that I remember lacrosse exists like the one day a year yeah and that's kind of good that's a good spot for lacrosse to be it it's is like, all right everyone kind of knows all right this is when i'm watching my one lacrosse game for the year that's a good spot was, to be for lacrosse. they're probably crossing their fingers that no one you know like please don't put a day game on please don't put an nba game on please don't like yeah we can quickly talk about that that was an unbelievable sporting event i mean that was it was an incredible high octane like obviously you know for this podcast sake the wrong result but and for my professional aspirations but the that was an incredible incredible game it really was i mean for somebody who i've grown up around lacrosse a bit i never played it myself but i understand the game i understand a lot of the nuances and stuff um and i understand like from having followed maryland from afar what type what type of team they were supposed to be and that game turned into just like a throw out the 
throw out the scouting reports. We're just two teams that are just, you know, moving up and down the field quick and scoring a lot of goals. Cause I mean, you tell me if I'm wrong, but I thought that Maryland was, was one of the best defensive teams in the country this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they, I mean, both these teams are just going up and down all over the place. And um, I mean, the, the finish was everything you could have hoped for, like you said, other than the result. Um, and I think, uh, and this seems to happen um, like a great finish or, or like either, whether it be the Saturday or at the semi, you know, the semifinals or the final four, or, or Monday for the championship, there's a great game on every two or three years. And everyone's like, Oh my God, this is a great sport. This is awesome. That was so mm-hmm. exciting. That was the best national championship I've ever watched of the sport. When in, in actuality, like that sport seems to churn out that type of result pretty consistently. Yeah. They had amazing, amazing quarterfinal games this year. The, the semi Virginia UNC was very close. Terps blew the doors off Duke in the second semifinal. Um, but you're right. I do think it's funny because we were all watching and with friends and thanks you and I were together. And it's like people just sort of, it was one of those games where if you were going to show it to someone that had never watched lacrosse before or someone that didn't watch lacrosse a lot, it made them love the sport for that two and a half hour period because it was yeah, just it drew, that exciting. drew them in. I mean, we had yeah. a group around the, the TV and some people lingering outside out on the porch and like people who were kind of like poking their head in and out. And as the game progressed, as Maryland made their, their rampant comeback, like everyone just started pulling together and coming in and just like getting glued to the TV. And there was a ton of drama in the last couple of minutes there between um, the timeouts and some things that were going on and, and, very much uh, there was very much a scene set with the 10 seconds there um and it was pretty clear what had to happen and everything happened except for the kid putting it home yeah we have to give a shout out to that kid luke weirman who we were just calling 52, 52. the entire time 52, 52 is such a came in as the, the dot. Ba- came as the backup fogo against virginia's <laughs> star um, and won 14 faceoffs and had a chance to win the game at the end. I mean, that would have been an all-time. Your boy PD on UVA was just absolutely clapping the Terps in the first. Yeah, in the first how, how many um, the uh, what do you call it? The pitch there? Are they call it a pitch? Field. Field. Nah. How many Stanwicks <laughs> were on the field? No Stanwicks. No Stanwicks for this. Yeah, no Stanwicks for this one. There mm-hmm. has to be another round of them coming, isn't there? No, they're done. Oh, I that I, one I don't specific like that group is done. They were done like Wells and Shaq and Covey on the uh, she went to BC for the woman. I think those are like the last three. Man, there has to be. I'm I'm hoping there's another litter coming up soon. Maybe there's like puppies. It's like every couple of years. It's like oh, there's eight more of them coming. When I was, I mean, Steel Stanwick was incredible when I was in high school. Played for Loyola. It we was, had a friend who down at uh, this is a, our high school across podcast. You can listen to the expanded coverage of this one. <laughs> there, a uh, buddy in in high school used to go around like at senior week was telling people like, yeah, I'm a Stanwick. Like I'm playing lacrosse <laughs> in Georgetown next year. <laughs> Because people what would be like, "Oh, say. say," it's because you know it's like, you're not going to be like, "No, you're not." Like <laughs> that is tremendous. That is such a good shtick. Um, yeah, so a, a great weekend for lacrosse. There's now lacrosse going to be coming this summer. Premier Lacrosse League. Um, you got the Water Dogs hat banks that they sent you. Mm-hmm. Um, they're coming to Baltimore. Oh, I should have had this four weeks up. from now, late yes. June. So we got it they, on our calendar. Yeah. So hopefully we can. Uh, yeah, we'll play at Homewood. Um, hopefully we can, we can, uh, get in on that. And, uh, I would like to get out there. I, I meant to get out there two years ago when they were torn around. I did not, I think I had some conflicts. Um, that'd be fun. Yeah. I, I think, think they should... play on a Tuesday and then a, and then a Saturday, both in Baltimore. I want to say I could be wrong on that. No, it's just a Saturday, but I think I made a mental note for Tuesday recording. We want to get somebody. 
Yeah, I know they did. Uh, they did some deals last time with some of the Fed held bars. I think they did something with Banditos. I do remember that. Um, so I'm assuming they will do similar things again. Um, and uh, I think we we would say we're friends of lacrosse and and uh, would love to promote what they're doing. So, uh, yes, yeah, June 25th, 26th, and 27th. Atlas Whip Snakes is on June 25th. That is the Atlas is sort of the Hopkins ish team. Whip Snakes are obviously the two time defending champions. They have all the Maryland guys on it. So. That should be fun. I believe that's a Friday night. So real across league coming up uh, Ravens OTAs uh, Rashad Bateman getting some nice reviews so far. I think that was my biggest takeaway um, from the coverage that was emanating out of there. Um, and that Greg Roman said, there's just a wide open wide receiver competition, but he seems to be happy with what's going on so far. <laughs> Greg Roman had the, uh, they did this with Wink last week. They did it with Greg tonight. They did the, uh, for the season ticket holders, they did like a conference call where the fans could do a Q and a and stuff. And, um, it almost felt like Greg Roman was starting to like troll the narratives that kind of chased after him after the bills loss and after the season for all the, what some consider to be passing game woes. And yes, there's some deficiencies there, but like go back to 2019 and do all the things that they did there. Like the offense works. It just like, you have to have a healthy Lamar Jackson and a healthy offensive line to make it work. And they've done all those things to make that happen. And they've added some pieces at receiver to improve that situation a little bit. And yeah, like you said, Rashad Bateman, the quote or the, the scattering report or whatever you want to call it. Some of the things said after today's practice was like, yeah, he's a complete rod receiver. He runs all the routes. I can't really say that we've had a receiver that can run a full route tree and really do everything since Steve Smith was here. Um, so like, that's gotta be exciting as hell. Like we, when we've drafted guys, we've drafted tons of speed or, or, you know, all these different measurables, but we haven't really like drafted like a route technician. I feel like I've said this a few times before, like you want a guy, not necessarily that can fly. I mean, those guys are great and they can be weapons, but um, I mean, I like, can, I always look at a guy like Stefan Diggs. It's just a mm-hmm. guy in my head. I always have when it comes to just running crisp routes and running, a variety of things and can just make plays in a lot of different ways. Like we like that is the missing piece and it has been for 25 years for this franchise and hopefully Rashad Bateman's it. But I mean, we're talking about OTAs in May and June. Um, the, the, the jury is out, I guess. Yeah. I mean, you're just getting that sort Exciting. of trickle of information right now Exciting. and you're, and you're taking whatever you can get. I do think you're right. And we talked about this, when Bateman got drafted, they sort of have taken these guys that fit into the different pockets, right? Miles Boykin, tall, big target. Hollywood Brown stretches the field and flies. Um, Devin Duvernay works within the slot possession. Bateman is sort of the all-encompassing everything that you kind of need if you're going to exploit the one single great thing about the other guys. Um, and you hope that that, that happens. Um, and then you have Sammy Watkins, um, who apparently was dropping the ball. So, um, but like you said, it's so weird. Get people going to the NFL. I mean, it's, I say this every four podcasts, it's incredible how much people take out of every single time anything trickles out of any of their favorite NFL organizations. It's like, Oh my God, there was a fight at OTAs. I mean, it's, it's June 2nd. It's just like, you know, but it's, it's fun to, it's fun to, uh, it's fun to, uh, to look at. It's fun to look at. So for sure. Uh, and any, you get the clips, you get the social media happenings and all this mm-hmm. stuff. Like, and of course you've got people from other that aren't fans of the team looking at 
Lamar Jackson throw a ball on target, but it has a little bit of wobble to it. And it's like, oh, my God, this guy can't throw. It's, and then it just goes into the same social media spiral that it always goes with. So that's just the way that social media and Twitter works. Did you see this quote, though, from Greg Roman? That Banks, I thought this is where you were going, where like it almost seemed like he was making fun of the thing. It's the one about said. the 2019 offense being the best passing offense. The most productive five wide receiver offense in the history of the NFL. He means NFL. out of an empty set. Like, I know, but it's just yeah. the way he said it is like, it's, it's very funny. And that's where I thought you were going with it. The like, he says it came from wide productive offense. In, and in that NFL. means stern in my head. Mm-hmm. So that means it's absolutely <laughs> correct. <laughs> so funny. Um, you want to hear this eventful day for Justin Tucker? <laughs> tell, tell the people. He appeared to lose his footing. And if uh, this is uh, Zuribek, I believe. Um, make sure that's right. It's Hensley. This is Zuribek. I, I got Zuribek from the athletic. It was an eventful kicker. Uh, it's an eventful day for kicker Justin Tucker. He appeared to lose his footing in missing a 51 yard attempt. The Ravens pushed the ball back, and Tucker snuck one in from 57 yards, the ball hitting off the upright and bouncing in. Tucker also finished that kick on his back on his back after his plant leg slipped. Later in practice, Tucker drilled a six-yard attempt through despair. <laughs> <laughs> That's the most Justin Tucker paragraph. Yeah, ever. yeah. We'll take from over fifty, like two or three. You'll take two or three. Yeah, you absolutely. Slips, you three. absolutely take it. So it's just a weapon. So. The guy is the guy is tremendous. Uh, I want to was- hear how our other kicker punter is doing and how quickly are we going to trade him. Mm, nothing on that. Nothing on that. Okay. We have to, something to keep an eye on, though. If you Trace McSorley, Trace McSorley, chastising himself for ail mailing a throw. Um, no, so that's good. Trace McSorley's back out there. That's good to see after yep. the way he went down in Cleveland. Um, quarterback play was apparently better Wednesday than it was last week. Okay, so we've got that going for us. Okay, uh, and uh, Justin Justin Minabuke and and Patrick McCarr got into a fight. Okay, two guys that, that are probably in the types of spots that battling. They're it, battling, it, man. You know, get a little bit. Um, yeah. So I don't hate it. They they get it. it says yep. John Harbaugh called both players over and had an animated conversation. Good to hear. I was just football, baby. It's I love football, it. Baby. It's, I love it's, it. I mean, we're not we're at training camp. I mean, yeah. Jim, it's getting close. It's uh God, it's not as close as it feels. <laughs> what they just cool. say it was like 100 – we're 100 days away from the opening game, which seems far. That seems far. Like yeah, 100 days is far days until it's not. Two, 100 two days plus is 100 months, days. But, yeah, for camp. Um, we did the, – the three of us before we recorded watched the end of uh, a fun Washington Wizards run. Uh, we'll see them next year. RDT, you have any thoughts on your Wizards? Yeah, they're, they're the winners. I thought I mean, you were going to wrap it up with that. <laughs> <laughs> I almost did. I, I I wanted to give RDT one. The, I mean, it's nothing. It. There's nothing much. Like we talked about, Russ is awesome. I think it's pretty clear who won that trade. If Beal's healthy, you know they can make some noise, and they need another guy to score. And you know, maybe I think they maybe, need another guy to fuck it up. Maybe they get a six or a five seed next year. Maybe they get a four seed. You know, maybe maybe they pull a Knicks this year and kind of over. You know, play they just they'd be in the same place they just were. <laughs> they just need to retool the supporting cast a bit. They've just yeah. got to find. You're right. They do need another guy to muck it up. They need another guy to score. Maybe Bertans gives all that money back. Thomas Bryant comes back. Not Maybe Bert, Bertans is a little bit better. You know, you find. You know, you have Hashimura. 
And you just need to go out and find a couple veterans that are just sort of experienced. Like we know exactly what we do guys like Danny green. People I was, like I was literally thinking Danny green. Yeah. Like, and then maybe, you know, you, you have like Wesley Matthews, you know, just go find some of those guys and then kind of piece it together from there. But at, at a certain point, someone like Hashimura or Bertans is going to have to step up and be your third score. And you kind of, you kind of figure it out from there. Um, and uh, you know, it, it was fun. I mean, it, it all of the, I mean, except for <laughs> right now, except for the two baseball teams in the DMV, um, all the professional teams are pretty competitive. I mean, the Washington football team was in the playoffs. Obviously, the Ravens are a Super Bowl contender. The Wizards and the, and the Caps, both in the playoffs, albeit with some disappointing exits. But gentlemen sweeps, couple, yeah, yeah, nice, beautiful gentleman sweep for the for the for the uh, for the Sixers there. Just gave them gave them game four. It's exactly what you're supposed to do. Sweep them in game five. Gentlemen sweep. That's just beautiful stuff. Good stuff from a, a good, great baseball man or baseball man, basketball man, Doc Rivers. All right, let's get to our um, starting five draft presented by Fed Thrill. We love Fed Thrill. It's, it's sunglasses season. I mean, it wasn't sunglasses season in Ocean City this weekend when it was 55 and, and raining for pretty much the entire time. But for the rest of the summer, it will be. And there's no better sunglasses to get than Fed Thrill Sunglasses. Local company, support local. Um, you can check out um, from Fed Thrill and get, uh, use the promo code EXIT52, get 20% off. Um, I can't wait to use my Fed Thrill sunglasses over my regular glasses more. Fed Thrill, those prescription sunglasses, you just let me know. I'll send you the prescription. I'll send you the in the mail. But I do, I do, a company man, I do take my Fed Thrill sunglasses everywhere. I just kind of like show them to people and then sure. put them away because I pop them on top of your head or pop them on top of my head on the hat. Just got it, you know, yeah. out there branding. Sure. Um, I like to make mix sure to- up which sunglasses I'm kind of hanging out there with and kind of try to match a fit here and there. Sure. A lot of options, a lot of colors, a lot of, you know. Oh, so many, so many tremendous colors. So many tremendous colors from Fed Thrill. Um, I, uh, somebody had them on that I was hanging out with sometime in the last week. And I can't remember who it is off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, Fed Thrill, go get them. X52 is the promo code, 20% off. All right. In honor, today was the uh, debut of The Wire in 2002. One of the, considered one of the greatest shows of all time. Some people consider it the greatest show of all time. So we thought we'd do our draft of our favorite keyword favorite TV dramas. We are not doing a draft of the best TV dramas because at that point it would just be us looking at lists and picking shows we'd never seen. So we're picking shows we've seen and just picking our favorite shows, putting that out there right now. So no one comes after us for not picking, you know, out some great drama that none of us have ever seen. Because I think the three of us all realized we have not seen as much TV as we thought as we went through and researched this draft. Yeah, at least not for the, not drama wise. Not drama wise. All right. So after uh, last week's sometimes controversial, intense Ocean City draft, we now move to this draft. RDT, you have the first pick. I have the second pick. Banks, you have the double pick. RDT, start us off. It's the wire. Okay. It's number one. <laughs> it's number one. I mean, it, it's. It's just a fantastic all-around show. It's, it's like a perfect length, five, five seasons, 60 episodes, an hour long. I think that the last one is like an hour and 20 maybe. Um, each, each season is different. I'm not going to spoil anything if, if people haven't seen it, although it's, it's been done for 15 years. So, you know, I don't know if the really spoiler alerts really exist after that long. 
But um, I and mean, the give char- the gist of what the each season like. There's a theme behind it, which yeah, is really nice, a- and it's additive. It kind of adds a t- upon itself. It all comes together exactly. They're not all random like you think. Um, but he, I mean, just like and and the characters are the best. And uh, you could ask a hundred different people their top five characters, and you'd get a hundred different answers or a hundred different lists. Yeah, there's only but, like one or two characters that I think you would get consistently in people's top five, and then the rest would be all over the map. Yeah, and great. and you could you know the, the, even those one or two characters are going to be you could have one person could have them first, one person could have them fifth. There's just there's so many great characters and storylines and. The fact that like 90% of it is true because David Simon was the main crime writer for the Baltimore Sun. Like it's all stuff that happened in Baltimore. It's not like it's made up in his own mind. Like this is all shit that actually went down. Um, so it's, if you haven't seen it, Taylor, I know you haven't seen it. Um, this, yeah. This is where the, this is where I think the controversial part of the podcast here is I've never seen an episode of the show. See, and like I said, it's very easy to binge six, 60 episodes an hour long HBO max, HBO now, HBO, whatever it is now it used to be go RIP. um just don't try and watch it i guess when other hbo shows are on because it was crashing on sunday night i heard but i'm gonna make i'm gonna make this pledge i'm gonna come each week with a new update of where i am in the show i'm not gonna guarantee how many episodes i'm gonna watch each week it could be a lot it could be a little i will come to the podcast until i'm finished with the show with an up my update on the wire i think and give you my this is like the very like latest, but I think it'd be reasonable for you to have it done by football season. Done. Oh, that's fine. Summer, done. Done. well Easy. before then. But. I will do an update each week leading into football season about my experiences with the wire. Okay. I love it. I love it. So there it is. Um, all right. My pick, I'm going to take what is my favorite show of all time. I'm going to take Friday night lights. Um, it's a tremendous show. It's better than the movie. Um, if you think the movie's better, you're just flat out wrong. Uh, the movie is good. Uh, but the show is tremendous. Kyle Chandler as Coach Taylor, Connie Britton as uh, as Tammy Taylor, one of the all-time great um, couples in the history of TV. Um, you got Matt Saracen. You got Tim Riggins, a, a fan favorite. Um, you've got Smash Smash Williams, just a, a great character of like a you know cocky running back. It's just they they kind of hit all the right notes. And then in the final few seasons, you get a rising star, Michael B. Jordan, to kind of helm the show who was also uh, in the wire and he yeah so he uh two michael b jordan shows back to back uh he is tremendous in the last few seasons and it ends it ends spectacularly obviously won't spoil it but it's just a very good show there is a one point in the second season where it kind of falls off the tracks a bit they get it back on (laughs) but um yeah so great show (laughs) i love friday night lights so Okay. Yeah. I, I suppose I figured you might've taken that. And that's, I was thinking about taking it just as a draft strategy. Cause I knew if I took that, I could really put you on your heels. Mm. Um, <laughs> it was not getting past me in the, my first. Yeah. No, that. you had to take it, I think. So, which kind of puts me, there's three picks here that I think are three very chalk picks and I've seen them all in the last three or four years for the first time. And I don't know which order I want to go with. I mean, I can only take two out of three, but um, Jesus, this is tough. I think I have to take Game of Thrones next. Mm. I think I have to. Despite the ending that everyone knows was, was dog shit. Um, and I, I have to say, I, I caught up to it 
right at the end of the second to last season. So I didn't watch any episodes live until the last season, which kind of blows for me. But I still think that um, just the the wide net of different storylines and you could go three or four episodes without hearing about a given storyline and it'll pick back up and intersect with this other one. And you just see how all these pieces are kind of out there. And then eventually you, you know that they're going to intersect at some point. And these characters are, are sometimes very like aware of these other characters from afar. And they are just kind of preparing for eventually um, their impending, I don't know. I don't know if doom's the right word, but um, it's just a phenomenal show. Um, and I, you know, I don't really want to get into the, the way it ended. So um, sure. I think plenty of people have done that. Um, the next one is tough too. This, I mean, this is this is killing me that I have to pick two of these three because I think they're on such even footing. I think I'm going to take Breaking Bad. I'm going to take that. Um, I watched that at the very beginning of quarantine for the first time. It was everything I, it was hyped up to be and and possibly more. Have the three of us all watched it? Eric, I know has. Yep. Taylor has not. Taylor, no. Um, yeah, I said he, that earlier. He doesn't. That's yeah. right. I forgot. So, like, I I don't want to. I don't want to ruin it. It's just like a very fascinating storyline of just a guy who loses control and just spirals, and but also turns into a menace. It's phenomenal. Um, and then uh, Gus Fring is an all-time villain. I mean, he's mm. so freaking good. Um, and the way I'm not no spoilers. So I mean, just the just yeah, nursing. Did you home. watch? Uh, yeah. Did you nursing watch El Camino? <laughs> I've actually been holding off on that. Okay. So you should you should watch it again. It's it's only like an hour and twenty, I think, hour and thirty. It's yeah it's, yeah yeah. It's good. I have it I have it on my radar that I'm gonna try to get to at some point. So. Those are two good picks. I think people mm-hmm. are going to like those picks. Uh, with the fifth pick, I'm going to take another one of my all-time favorites, one of the most um, awarded dramas in the history of TV um, in the more classic network sense. I'm taking The West Wing. Yeah. Ooh. Uh, um, the Aaron Sorkin yeah. classic. Um, arguably the best political drama of all time. Um, some of the best writing in terms of dialogue TV's ever seen. If you're into the Sorkin stuff, there are some people that aren't into the Sorkin walking uh, – you know, combined with the walk and talk direction with the snappy dialogue. Some people are out on that. I'm personally very in on that. Um, an all-time performance from Martin Sheen um, as president and Josiah Bartlett. There's a lot of great performances in it. Um, you know, Rob Lowe is in it. There's, 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 there's tremendous characters. And, and I don't know if there's really been a political drama since that has risen to the level. There are some ones that maybe will get picked here that, that could claim it, but the West Wing's a tremendous show um, and really didn't ever get bad and it's hard for a show to go i think the eight seven eight seasons that it went and not get bad at some point it definitely falls off a bit from the early seasons but um they do a nice job at the end with the the presidential race and, and kind of wrap up the show so very satisfying show i really enjoyed watching it it's now off netflix which is a tough scene so i don't think they could do a show like that today because I think people would bitch and complain about the politics and yeah. Like, oh, and it's this funny who right. This is too left. And that's it. Like, yeah. The, the, the West wing, it's sort of like a center left administration. That's a little bit of a liberal utopia in terms of how it's written uh, is what sort of, I would have read people analysts sort of say, and, and 
at that point, I don't think was as polarizing. And the characters are so likable that you didn't necessarily think as much about the politics. But with how divisive all that stuff is now, you're right. It would be tough for that show to get made and for it to not just, you know, be all about what was going on in the real world, which stinks because I think politics can provide amazing TV. And I think it's just hard to make unless it's a show that is sort of centered around either like a tragedy that makes things happen or it's just insane. Like I think the more, the most notable one of the last decade, which I won't mention, is just an insane show. It's just an absolutely outrageous show. Yeah. So um, RDT you got two. Um, so I am going to go with prison break. I thought it was a fantastic show. I probably, I haven't seen this show in probably 10 years. People love prison break. It's, yeah. it's really, really good. And like, I'm trying to, so again, I'm looking it up right now. There's five seasons of it. Um, 90 episodes, but I think there are like half hour, 45 minute episodes, but like Wentworth Miller, um, just some really, really good. It was, it was a really, and again, for, for like a network Fox, it's, it's on a half hour or whatever. I, I liked it a lot. It was really good. I know we obviously caught up on it on uh, Netflix and it's easier to binge on there, but like a lot of the, 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 like not cheesy, but like the storylines. And again, I don't want to ruin it for anyone, but like it's called prison break. You think he, he breaks out and blah, blah, blah. And maybe he ends up going back in and it's just, there's some funny stuff that where you're like, why would you do that? But again, you realize it's like a network uh, drama, but no, I, I thought it was really good. Um, a really good ending to it too. Obviously I'm not going to mention that, but yeah, I, I thought it was a really good one. And it is, like you said, I, I, I kind of thought like when I had watched it before, like it's not a show that other people would watch. And then people are like, Oh yeah, I've seen that too. I really liked it. So it's like, all right, I'm not alone here. It, it actually was a good show. And I'm not just manifesting something in my, in my mind. So I'm going prison break with my second one. And th- <laughs> give me, later i'm gonna go better call saul the 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 follow-up the sister to the to, to breaking bad obviously saul goodman um this is it's i believe the prequel and again this is i've seen half of it i haven't it's seen very it all good i it's haven't seen good. it all but I have it on my board it's and everything I've heard. I'm, I remember people were saying that it may be better than Breaking Bad, which I don't. I don't think that's necessarily true, but I don't think it's far off either. I have yeah, it like I don't think it's that not full, next yeah. up on my board, but it's not too far down from where mm-hmm. it would have been taken. Um, I think it's the a character really makes it. I mean, it be, I mean, Slippin' Jimmy is just a phenomenal nickname in my head, and I just people who know me know I'm a schemer. I love a good scheme, and Slippin' Jimmy McGill is an all-time schemer. Him coming up with ways is just sweet talk people into this, that, and the other. And that's just basically who his character is. And then you have this like finished product that you know exists is a lovable character in another show, but you get to see how that person was formed and, and have, have him exist on a timeline that you know where it's going to end, but you don't know how he's going how he to fuck there. things up or make things right or whatever and get to that place is pretty fascinating and then you see how these other characters intersect in there too gus frank mixed in there um himself um yeah it's uh i i i loved following that up right after i watched breaking bad yeah it's and like i said i watched it a lot um earlier like like right after breaking bad ended and i was still riding that high of the the of breaking bad no pun intended but um 
I mean, it, the character just himself again, Bob Odenkirk is awesome. Like oh, he's it, the he is the perfect person for it, Saul Goodman. It, it's sneaky, a like a prequel story from Mike Ehrmantraut too. Yeah, he yeah, is like which the B plot of the entire show as well. So he's another the the character the awesome. Mike Ehrmantraut character is awesome. He's the an awesome character. He's he was an old DC cop too. Like the guy, I forget his real name. Um, but he was an actual he was yeah, a DC cop. Like this was kind of, this is kind of the extent of his acting career. Yeah. So, and again, like just the fact that that character again, grew into what he was on breaking bad. Um, I, I do like that. He was involved in better call Saul, but yeah, better, better call Saul. And again, cause it just mixes in that cheesy shitty um, uh, Barry Glazer kind of. Yes. You, know, you talk about like a guy. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah. I, I, it has some like, like Breaking Bad's all about the drugs and like all the stuff, like the that stuff. Like this is like a lawyer drama. Mm-hmm. There's some, there, it's a very different show in that sense. Um, so I like the balance of how it's not the same not, show it's at all. Not so dependent on Breaking Bad. Yeah, it's very good in its own universe where it's not super dependent on it. And they do the little flashback at the beginning, the first episode of every first of every season. They do like this weird. And it's yet to be seen as to how that might tie in, or it might just be um, Vince Gilligan doing some, some, some stuff that he does, you know. Mm-hmm. But he's uh, awesome too. Yeah, he, yeah, he, he does things a bit differently. He's changed the game a little bit. Um, but yeah, I, I think that's a great pick. I've never seen it. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, which is why I had nothing to contribute there. You had nothing there. Um. I with the uh, with my next pick, I'm gonna take a show um, that is beloved by many, including um, was big in my my uh, my house. My my mom watched it, my brothers watched it, um, and, and it had some of really the high moments of TV in the in that decade. I'm gonna take Lost, um, which had really one of the great first seasons of all time, and then was wacky for a lot of it. Kind of came back around. The Ringer has its episode, The Constant, ranked as the best TV episode. Um, of this century so far. And it is an amazing, amazing episode of television. Uh, Lost went a lot of different crazy ways. It had some iconic, iconic, iconic moments um, and some amazing acting. Uh, so I'm taking Lost. I have only seen the first season because we had to watch it in English class for uh, was <laughs> the, the flyer, uh, Lord of the Flies. His, yes. There's parallels there. Or it's very similar. There's some parallels there. Yeah. So um that's what i have on loss i added it to the bottom of my list here as shows that i haven't seen but i expect to be taken in this draft so yes it has. great show so uh that's Banks. what i got there um this is i <laughs> oh boy you guys are in trouble here this i got my third show of the, the two out of three that i thought i might get and it's probably predictable what it's going to be it's a sopranos i watched it for the first time four or five months ago it was another show that delivered in every way. It was not the show that I expected it would be going in. Um, of course, all the caricature of Italian American culture is a big kind of piece of it. Um, but I thought that it would be more of a like a Scarface type, like gang related mafia, like super like violence is this, that, and the other. When it, while it certainly has all those elements. Um, a major, major piece of it is actually, and for its time, way ahead of its time, 
um, like mental health is a, is, a, is a serious piece of the show. I mean, the show is all about this mafia boss that um, is struggling with panic, panic attacks. And it's, there's a lot of interesting ways in which they, they get you inside the mind of this mafia boss by way of showing him talking to a psychiatrist, which I think is just a very interesting way of doing that. And, um, and then there, there's all kinds of comedic relief that the show has. And um, I mean, there's a Christmas episode if you've seen the show, which I don't think either of you have. I've seen some I've seen some of it. I know a little kid just saying, fuck you, Santa, the kid. Like, <laughs> it's just one of the funniest things I've ever seen. Just, um, it's a, it's, it was a great show. And uh, yeah, um, it's just had to be picked here. I mean, it's just. I, I'm surprised like, it lasted this late, but again, with two guys, I, I, yeah, I, I mean, wouldn't have felt right taking it, it if I haven't seen it. Yeah. So I'm handcuffed here. So I'm absolutely just cruising with game of thrones breaking bad and sopranos here yeah those are some heavy and I, it's my it's still my pick and so i'm gonna take the flavor of the the current flavor of the month or whatever it is when it comes to hbo shows i'm gonna take succession and i think that really bounces out i got um you know your your fantasy world game of thrones i've got your your drug related you know meth world i've got your mafia world and now i'm getting the business power struggle world with succession um it's only two seasons in but it's been getting better along the way um it's got like even more comedic relief than sopranos i mean the episode where it's uh the one guy's bachelor party uh if you neither of you seen this one either i, I can nope. tell um just gonna i've seen the first seven i've seen the first six episodes yeah like there's show is is hilarious i mean cousin greg is an all-time character um I think the show pretty much starts with him vomiting inside the, the mascot costume at a, at a yeah. amusement park. Um, phenomenal scene. And uh, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm in love with Shiv too. I mean, that's just kind of right up, kind of up my alley a little bit. So looking her up. Um, see what's that. And I'm going to look her up. I don't know who this is. It's, it's part the character itself plays into it as well. Okay. So um, Yeah. That is that is another easy pick from from me here. I mean, yeah, you're you're, you're drafting a murderer's row right now. Oh, she's a redhead. You, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, I am, <laughs> I am gonna take. Uh, I think anybody that knows me at all, and maybe has the podcast listeners have have gotten to know me here as we've done this show. Um, I am a good sucker for a teen drama and the best one I've ever seen is the OC. And that one is jumping on the squad here at number 11. The OC has one of the all time great pilots. Uh, one of the all time great theme songs, California. Here we come. California. Tremendous. Cal- I I've sang that karaoke before with my good. It's a great song. That in. Uh, yeah, shout out to Phantom Planet for that one. Uh, Ryan Atwood, an all-time brooding character. Summer Roberts, one of the all, played by Rachel Bilson, one of the all-time TV crushes uh, of my life. Um, love Rachel Bilson. She's now doing a podcast, like recapping every episode. So I've been listening. To that. I like that trend, by the way. The like, yep. uh, like what um, the Office Girls are doing. Yeah, yeah. I think and, that's neat. I would love to see more of that. Yeah, that's what they're doing. It. It's called. Um, I think it's called Welcome to the OC Bitch, which is the like famous line from the pilot. Um, That's such like a 2003 line. It's so good. I mean, that show was a, that show was, that show was a cultural phenomenon for two years. 
and um, was a legitimately good show and ushered in other shows of its ilk. It was sort of a, it was, yeah, it, it, it spawned real shows. It spawned reality shows. Um, Misha Barton was, was kind of the it girl at the time. And uh, people thought Adam Brody was going to be a big deal. And he never really got there, but, um, and what Peter Gallagher playing Sandy Cohen, one of the all time TV dads. So taking the OC, love the show. I've kind of rewatched it a little bit the last few months with that podcast coming back and it holds up. It really holds up. You got two RDT. Um, all right. So this one and Taylor, you made a comment about it when we were off air. Mm, I know what the pick is. Is does entourage count as a drama? I this think is, it does. This is the hot debate. I think it does. You don't think it does. You don't think it does. And not get picked in this draft. No chance. You don't, I you think there's a chance. Comedy? I don't think it's a. I don't. I, I, I personally am not letting it go. Wow. It's a okay. Okay. I comedy. I, that shows a comedy. You think so? Even though all yep. the I think it is the most balanced between the two. I I, I, like I it is think the it's most a comedy. comedy. It has drama. It, it has dramatic perfect. elements in it as a part of the storylines, but it is a comedic show. Hmm. I think my, episode and I love that show. I've watched that show like three the, times. And episodes it, and it, far more often tend to end with a cliffhanger in that show than it where's does Vince? with the punchline. Punch yeah, but it, Full House was a was a comedy, and that ended with like a hug and a kiss at the end of every episode. He doesn't have to end with a punchline to be a comedy. That's a family sitcom, though. I mean, it's, that's but that's a that's, that's a. a that's not a story arcing show. Yeah, but this show, you go people watched Entourage for the for the comedy. I think if you if you if you ask people watch it for the for the TNA, sir. Well, well <laughs> the the well well you know, but I I just think that show I think that show <laughs> being defined as like in with the shows in the rest of this draft, it feels out of place with the rest of this draft, in my opinion. The only show that like, like, like the Sopranos has some comedy to it, clear drama. The OC has some comedy to it, clear drama. Like there's funny parts in the West wing, but like, it's not based around its comedy at all. The rest of these shows, I mean, um, like I, 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 I don't think it should be good. I don't, and I, I'm, I'm a lenient guy. I think that shows a comedy, or at least in the purposes of what we were defining here personally. Okay. Unless uh, you want to fight for it, RDT. I'm willing I, to hear an argument. I, I, again, I would have, I would have thought if anything, it was like 51, 49 drama over comedy, because like Banks said, there's a lot of times where, I mean, there are full seasons where it's like, what's going to happen with There's a problem. Let's solve this problem. Is Vinny going to do the movie? Is he going to, you know, it's, I, cause it, yeah, there were, there were, it's funny, but it's not like knock, knock joke funny. Like I'm sure it's funny. Like the Sopranos was funny because there's just a funny line and, and, and it just or there's I'm trying a, to think a of a funny show, character of a, of a show that's like similar it's just such an i've got a show that's similar what do you got i can we can i can we talk are about you gonna, it are you gonna take it i mean one of the characters literal name is drama oh i thought you were gonna, i honestly <laughs> thought you were gonna, I, mean, I honestly thought you were gonna make that argument earlier i'm surprised i mean, i don't know banks what is what is your show that i'm that just upset because i didn't want to take it i don't want to say it I would have. Oh, taken you want to take it? Yeah, you want to take. I don't. I'm, I don't think I'm gonna take it, but the show's ballers. That's what I thought you were taking number one. Actually, I haven't seen. I haven't seen enough of it. Yeah, ballers. You thought is I was entourage. gonna take ballers first. Yeah, I really did. Why? You thought you were gonna take ballers because... first? Are you kidding yeah. me? How about well, we I got offended? You... 
That's I mean, that was your the show. Ballers you would have been one of the all-time worst first. Since when was that my show? I don't I know. I didn't you used to tweet about ballers. it. I tweeted, tweeted about, about it when it was on because like, I was like, ironically, I can't I'm still watching this. Yeah, that's yeah. why I was like, oh, I feel like <laughs> it wasn't bad. I, it was kind of bad. I don't mind letting the people. De- I don't mind letting the people decide though. If you guys I tweet. I tweeted out from my account is Entourage uh, a drama. If you want to take it, and we can let the people decide. That's fine. I am going to make the argument in the middle of the draft that this is not, this is not a pick that should be happening, but it's also a situation where so these drafts are for the, in the middle here. These drafts I was are say, these Banks, drafts you... where the people decide unless bank says he says no. And then it's two no's. And I think you should have to pick something else. Taylor's right. That it's, it is not like the others that have been drafted mm-hmm. or is it really like anything else on my board? I have nothing else. So you're you're leaning. Okay, so here, the Wikipedia it says Entourage is is an American comedy slash drama television Mm. series. I mean, that's obviously first word comedy though. First word comedy. Well, it's it's hyphenated. Comedy drama. This is tremendous radio. Um, (laughs) I'm looking at again. If you if I list of comedy drama television series, I'm going to quickly take a peek through. And see if there's any else thing else. Ballers is on that list. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same uh, show. We all know it. Yeah, it's there's just more athletes. It is, it's, it's, just, it's the same show. It's just more athletes. Would you <laughs> Desperate Housewives on this list? That's a drama. <laughs> I think I don't know. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. I don't know enough about it. But here's one that I don't think. Can I say that? Can I say what I don't think is going to be taken? Right. What would you guys have done with Gilmore Girls? can't speak to it okay never seen it um pretty little wires never seen hey, it. hey now hey now i i guess i knew uh, that was gonna fall don't don't give away picks uh <laughs> that's not i didn't think that would be picked uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> <getting> picked. um <laughs> maybe i'll take that now oh well well but no but it's not then when you click on it the OC is on this list, but then when you click the OC, it says teen drama television series. So I don't know. We're also this, on Wikipedia here. I don't really know what to do with this. This vote is not going great for Eric. No, it's Blair. not. It's not. No, it's not. no. Like I said, if we want to make an executive decision and have the people decide. The no is at 69%. Oh, not, you have a poll a up. Mm-hmm. He put a poll up. I you got to how many votes? He, 40, he, 42. It, you got to pick something else. Picks out. Okay. You're picking okay. You got to pick something else. That's okay. the people. That's decided. why I was, I was people. I didn't decided. want to take it early because I was like, that's not. And I will say, I did not vote in the poll. Did not vote in the poll. <laughs> um, all right. So thank you for your participation, Entourage. You were not selected. Mm. Um, 24. 24 was one of like the, the show, like my yeah. parents. I remember hearing it from the other room. The ding, ding, like the clock ticking down being like what is this show and my parents like my oh, dad so is not much a advertisement TV. for it oh yeah and like my dad's not a tv guy at all and i remember him like sitting down watching it and being like if you need anything it will have to wait until 10 o'clock when jack bauer is done saving the world exact right. same it's the only yeah. show that my my dad my dad only would watch yep. he doesn't watch anything else like nope. he would pop in on a on a Monday night at nine, I watch an episode of Everyone Loves Raymond with my with my mom, all that good stuff. But when it came to like, oh, this is my show, I gotta watch this, I gotta be here. Yeah, don't leave me alone. I'm going downstairs and I'm watching this. 
24. He's the only yeah. one in my entire life I've seen him get glued to. 100%. Well, the West Wing was another one. Um, but he was very, like, my mom and my dad again, just nine o'clock. Okay. We're going to watch, what is his name? Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland or whatever. Yep. Yeah. And like, I remember one time I was watching one of the episodes because like, then I started watching it and like, it's, it's a good show. And obviously the whole premise of like each episode is, is, is a full day. And like, I just remember my dad used to make the same corny jokes every time and be like, Oh, well, he doesn't take a shit. Why, why isn't he shaving? Like, is he, when, <laughs> does he not eat lunch? Like, Oh, like just your typical, like corny dad joke. And then I would pass those along too. Um, but, and then like, I remember one episode, it was like Clarksville, Maryland. There was like a bomb headed towards Clarksville. And we were like, Oh my God, Howard County. What is there to blow up in Clarksville? I don't know, River Hill. River Hill. <laughs> yeah. River Hill. Shout out Michael we'll stop that dynasty pretty damn bomb. quick. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So yeah. Shout out to Hostetlers too. No, no. Who was they had yeah, no Hostetlers. They were the lacrosse family. A lot of lacrosse in this. A lot of lacrosse and say it's lacrosse season, man. Yeah. Um. No, but no, but it was um. It was it was a really good show. It was a solid series. I just remember there being like two hundred four episodes. It was a lot of episodes. That is a ton then, of episodes. And then they brought it back again. Um. Yes. Yeah. It premiered on November six, two thousand one, which is not a very good time to bring in a show yeah. about trying to catch like bioterrorism people. <laughs> I mean, dice strike while the iron's hot. I guess. I think it ended up at one point being one of the Super Bowl leadouts, which is like yeah, a very coveted spot. A, yeah, I think it that's did. Time. Yeah. Um, um, I never watched it, but like, I get it. The 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 blinking or the um excuse me the sound of the um the timer is or the clock is iconic. It, it yeah, was yeah. a NFL Sunday on fox you're getting that commercial every single commercial also oh my my god 24 also the name agent jack bowers is a sweet name sweet yeah it's a sweet name bowers up there with um like jason Bourne. it's just the like the j i mean uh dennis named his uh his cat after agent jack bauer and that one episode of sunny that's very true which also was on a list of crime of of, uh, dramas i don't know how i I wasn't going to try and stretch it that far uh alicia cuthbert was also in that show mm. big fan big fan mm. well, definitely a big fan she may have um, been another reason that, that and we and uh and dennis um dennis habert i think it's you say call it mm-hmm. dennis habert who's in the all-state calls in his all-state commercial just that voice like his yep. voice alone tremendous voice yep good show yeah so that's uh i'm going 24 after my vetoed pick and this pick, I mean, my fifth pick, I'm, I'm just happy that I have stuff still on my board. Like these two picks, I mean, I have oh, – I'm going to oh, – Jesus. Like these are going to be terrible. I think I'm going to go NYPD Blue. Wow. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else used to watch this show. And again, oh, I no. Absolutely not, dude. That. Absolutely not. No, absolutely not, man. <laughs> Great show. Nice. Andy Sipowitz. <laughs> I love um, this pick, though. This is I such a good I forget the other one, the other cop, Sipowitz, and um, damn it, what was his name? And I just, I loved it because, again, like, it was one of the shows that I used to watch with my parents. Like, can I stay up late and watch this with you just as an excuse to stay up late? <laughs> and then, like... <laughs> Sipowitz used to wear like a short sleeve button down and with a tie. And there was a Simpsons episode where he tried, where Homer tried to wear a short sleeve button down and a tie and Marge like yelled at him. And all he said was, but Sipowitz does it. And I thought that was like the funniest thing I'd ever heard. <laughs> and that's, I'd still think about that episode like to this day. But NYPD blue. 
NYP. Yeah, again, I'm I'm scraping the bottom of the barrel here. Yeah. So, uh, and then like I'm trying to remember, they brought in someone like late in the, uh, like one of the like young hot actors, like late in the, um, late in the show to like try and boost ratings, and I don't think it went very well. But yeah, NYPD Blue, my last pick. Yeah. Um. I don't really know what to do with this last pick. I thought about doubling down on my uh, teen drama reputation with this pick. I'm not going to do that. We'll discuss those in the honorable mentions. I think I'm going to take a new show that sort of encompasses, I know neither of you have seen, I don't think, um, but sort of encompasses like the new age of what TV shows kind of look like now and what I think a lot of these streaming services things are going to do. I'm going to take WandaVision, which was just on mm-hmm. Disney Plus. Um, that got like a lot of good press. The, um, the show about Wanda Maximoff and Vision from the Marvel Avengers series. Uh, it was a really, really good show. And I don't think that it, if you're doing like the best dramas of that I could have ever seen, this is ever going to be on there. Um, but I, li- I really like the show. It's recent in my mind. And it's the sort of example of shows going eight episodes and being done. So. I'm thinking WandaVision. Was Shout that out. one series? You said eight episodes and that's it? Supposed to be, it's like 10 episodes, done. It's supposed to be that's, done. Probably not bringing it back. That's, yep. that's, I mean, obviously that's like hot in the streets now. It's um, essentially movies extended into a longer period of time to get you to watch, get you to get on streaming services. I guess, yeah. I guess that's the new thing. Like, I'm wondering, do they say like, this is going to be one season? And then are they just praying like maybe we can get a second season? They're just leading it into blockbuster movies. That's yeah, the, that's that's made the huge movies. Like they just did Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Low key comes out next week. It's just over and over. Everyone's paying for Disney Plus and they're rolling it. And then we'll go watch the next sixteen Marvel movies. Yeah, makes sense. Something in Wandavision. Thanks, you got the last pick. Oh man, um, <clears throat> I thought you were gonna go when you were describing it. I thought you were gonna go another direction with it. I've got like six or seven shows here that are all equally like ah yeah you know one of them is actually ballers i'm gonna move that off i was gonna say i was waiting waiting for you just to take Uh, i'm gonna move ballers off the list um mm, i want to take playmakers Mm, i thought you were yeah i'm gonna take playmakers from esbn god damn oh my god that should have been me Yep, I'm taking play. I'm stunned. RDT didn't take that. Um, I didn't see that on one list that I looked at. Mm. That's a that's a shame. That's yeah. why we make that work. Yeah, that's why. Do you, you make- want NYPD Blue for it? <laughs> no, but uh, I was very close to taking Law and Order. I also that's that's, that's, that's a that, story for another day, but that just stinks. Oh, we'll t- I want to talk about this right now. Okay, we'll get to that. Play Law Maker and Order show. was my show that I said, or I would watch the end of something and then you catch that first five minutes of law and order and it just hooks you in so quick and you're just like awake and yeah it's always the janitor that finds and you're like oh i can't go to bed now i just saw that there's no way like i would always watch the end i would always watch the end of the law and order episode leading into monday night raw in usa and it was just always Produced by Dick Wolf. It was just like, you're just like, yeah. That's Dick yeah. Wolf? I mean, yeah, the music. You, everybody, everybody knows the music. Mm-hmm. Like, Law and Order is, it's iconic in its own way. It's a, you know, one it, of, when you see the, the font. Mm. Uh, it's one of the great tea. rinse and repeat shows of all time. They just do the same thing over and That's over. That's why I was going to say. 
and it works. It's always it on. Works. It's always on TV. It is always on TV. The royalties have got to be insane. They did a great job of mixing in like um, guest stars and stuff. Like Hillary mm-hmm. Duff was on an episode. I remember like stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. Um, oh my god. Just gross. Um, <laughs> Hillary yeah. Duff. The, the pick is playmakers though. I'm picking playmakers. Nobody picked Lizzie. It was Lizzie McGuire a comedy or oh, a drama you, too. Get out of here. I was thinking about Hey Arnold. Even Stevens is so. I thought well, okay. I don't know if, that, if I could take Harry Arnold. I would take Harry Arnold. But let's I get just... let's get into the let's get into the, the honorable mentions here. Uh, I I almost took the newsroom with my last pick. Another Sorkin show kind of rolls off the rails uh, very quickly, but had some good moments at the beginning. Um, obviously, I have to run through my my teen drama row here. I had Gossip Girl. I had Pretty Little Liars. I had One Tree Hill and I had Outer Banks on my list. <laughs> um, some of those better than others. Um, I had 13 Reasons Why, which had a very iconic first season. The show about um, the tapes of the of the girl that um, died by suicide. And uh, that's a very, very, very emotional show. And the second season, I just could not get through. Uh, and then the controversial one I had that I think all of us have seen and maybe chatted about before, House of Cards is an incredible first season that as you get towards the third season, that show total, at least for me, totally maybe, spirals. it totally spirals out of control. Just, I totally haven't seen it, but I'm not going to see it so out of control. Spoil away. It's an incredible, when you're watching the first six or seven episodes of that, it's you're like, really good. Oh my God. This show is so good. And it had such an impact when that first, season people binged frank underwood was so good like so good. and, and it's such prob- a good power player like the problem him, now is the the kevin spacey stuff that shows yeah. just hard to him watch. talking to the camera like while well, he's like this is how i'm about to fuck this whole situation over the like, the one of the all-time weird internet videos of the past five years is when he did that one of himself in his kitchen in the frank underwood character right after he'd been charged with all of that you know sexual abuse yeah, stuff yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. really creepy but that show that show at one point was really good i also had house <laughs> the i also had house never watched uh, house uh i also had the good doctor <laughs> <laughs> he's so good he's so good he's the best doctor <laughs> oh he's so good uh so good. yeah house is another great example of a show that is just the same episode every time yep it's, oh, and it pretty much with him and like oh yeah it pretty much just plays oh my god and his name is escaping me um the guy that plays house why is his name sorry it pretty sorry it pretty much just it just works because he's so good in the show like he plays the character so well that the show just mike tomlin was good in that show he was good in that yep yep that was olivia wilde (laughs) um yeah mike tomlin was amazing it's incredible how much omar apps looks like mike tomlin have we it's, talked about it, that? It really, I mean, it's an all about time. Everybody talked about it for a while and then everybody stopped talking about it. So maybe at some point we just start talking about it again. Yeah. What about, does he look more or less like him than that assistant coach who was on the sidelines? Who looked identical to Mike yeah, Thomas. It- mm. Omar Epps, great performance in love and basketball. Yeah. Underrated sports movie. Yeah. Um, what on our, what other ones did you guys have? I, I had, uh, Queen's Gambit was where I thought you were going when you landed on. Yeah, I have to watch that. I've not watched that yet. It was good. It, it it was very hyped up, and I think it met expectations, did not exceed them. I'd give it like an 8 out of 10. It was good. Um, 
it's and, and another show that I it's would seem that they're not going to do another of. So um, I had uh, I, I had another controversial one that probably would have gotten shut shut down, but weeds. Don't know enough about it. I probably wouldn't. I saw, have shut it down. I saw like the first four or five episodes. I think weeds was was more comedic at the start, and then it kind of devolved a little bit. Um, and that's actually that's actually my whole list. I think. I think I had um, Shameless, but I only saw like the first couple of episodes that for that. Comedy? I only saw I the first know. couple episodes, and I, I thought it. serious. I've and seen a couple, couple episodes, cool. but. Yeah, I, and again, I couldn't remember enough of it to to really like take a stance on it. Um, Master of None. I don't know if you guys saw that. I've watched that. I've heard of it. I know of it. Again, that was on a lot of the list, and I was like, oh, maybe it is because it is, but it is sure. kind of that like. Yeah. Yeah. It's, given, it's, given that um, comedies were out, I was surprised you didn't take Friends. Was that was that a joke? That's I've true. never seen one episode of Friends. You got I mean you're just missing out. You're missing I just out. don't I've seen like dozen episodes of Friends. Yeah, and it's fantastic. It, it's, it's a it's a drama, mm. I suppose. There, there's parts of drama just like in in Entourage. Why would I watch Friends when I can rewatch Gossip Girl? Are you, are you talking? <laughs> Damn it. Um Homicide Life on the Street was the other one I was uh, Oh sure. I've got the I've got the mm-hmm. hat from from set in my room. Really? Oh. Uh, Nice, nice. I Ooh, like it. I think I think my grandfather actually had a speaking role in that one. That I mean, again, that's an all time. It used to be eleven o'clock on like a Friday, and I'd stay up and watch it. And I was like, oh, I like this. Hmm. And and they kind of had they had the crossover in the wire with Homicide with um, I forget the guy's name, Monk, no, something like that. The guy, show, the guy with the guy, yeah, that was yeah, on a Monk was on USA. Monk, Monk just reminded me of House, just on a different channel. Like, oh, this guy's weird. He's quirky. He's OCD. Yeah. But no, that, that's all I had. Again, I was struggling big time with this. Um, I also had um, All American from Netflix. Another teen. Oh, I should have. Damn it. I heard of that. I probably would have taken Man on the High Castle. I saw that on a couple. Yeah. Even though uh, that didn't end great. But I the premise of the show is really good. Isn't that if – what was it? If the Germans – Essentially, if the Germans and the Japanese had won World War II and they mm. have a Cold War on what is the United States, um, and it's just the the struggle of what would be the 1950s and I think early 60s. I think it's timed in the early 60s. And so, like Hitler's still alive um, when the show begins, and uh, it's based on a book. I didn't read the book, but um, yeah, that. I thought that the premise was really good and the first few seasons were really good. I thought, uh, I want to say his name's like Rufus Sewell is one of the, the actors in it that I, I thought he did one of the best acting jobs I've seen in any show ever. Like he just plays this um, former American turned like Nazi leader, but he has all these conflicts, um, internal struggles and stuff. And the way that they sympathize with this type of character that is, despicable but like humanize them i thought they did a great job with that but i don't know why i don't know why i didn't do this hbo max has entourage in the comedy section not in the drama section no i mean now in the drama section it does have gossip girl pretty little liars and the oc so what about ballers that's an absolute murderer's row um (laughs) ballers is also in the comedy section (laughs) so uh so if i watch 
episodes of the wire each week i expect you guys to get through season one of pretty little liars by football <laughs> so we should say about that so we can is talk it, about is that it, podcast, is it right? yeah is yeah it well we can talk about that on our other podcast uh a pretty little liars recap pretty little i don't know you just peter out that's okay uh any other honorable mentions i also have put bridgerton on here too i forgot about that i watched that that was the the the, the, the all the rage during holiday season nobody took Downton all Abbey kinds of had all kinds of sex in it. Uh, the, I, no. I've actually seen an episode of Downton Abbey, but I <laughs> the new one out now, the mayor of East Town or Mar people, of East Town, whatever people it is. People like uh, Piggy Blinders, I haven't seen it. No, yep. neither. Boardwalk uh, Empire. Empire, yeah. yeah. Um, I still feel like there's a bunch out there that I, just I mean, there's a million. We're, we're gonna this is gonna be one that people destroy us on because. Um, to be like, why didn't you see this it's show? So, I yeah, it's, it's so just subjective. there's all there's so many shows. There's also just so many shows, man. Yeah, like, you guys should get hammered for a few of these for not having. No, one. that's fine. Yeah, and I, yeah, I got, like this was a tough draft, at least like for us to bring an entertainment, like entertaining wrinkle to because I I felt like I couldn't even talk about half my picks with anybody yeah. but myself. The funny part is everyone that's seen things like Game of Thrones and Breaking Bad is going to resonate with you. And they're going to be like, Taylor's an idiot. Why did he take the OC and WandaVision? So it's probably going to work out pretty well for you. Um, I but- mean, you getting Sopranos at three is like getting Brady in the six. Like, that's it's exactly stupid. what it's like. Yeah. 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 Good draft. Good draft. We'll do comedies at some point. That'll be fun. Yeah, we didn't want to just, like, make it super uh, wide open. And, and then-, uh, then we'll get into my realm. We'll get to reality TV, and I'll blow you guys out of the water. Probably. Um, so, once again, thanks to Fed Thrill. For sponsoring the uh the starting five segment i love doing the drafts it's very very fun guys <laughs> um exit 52 is the code to use at checkout 20 percent off uh for some shades some new sunnies for the summer um that's how we do it uh we'll move on nick Hinder medley maryland person of the week um rdt um i am going to go as i throw my wedding ring across the computer um i am gonna go with <laughs> um myself for not only being i was ready to put my body on the line for the orioles to jump in the harbor if they had lost 20 straight thank you for your service <laughs> and and we also took in a new family this week um we have two birds living in our goddamn garage now and they built a nest on top of our uh garage door or garage opener box in our garage it's a good spot it's- which yeah. now has yeah. a couple eggs in it. So can't move the, uh, can't move the nest because don't want to get attacked. Um, my daughter and I were walking into the house after a walk yesterday, and one of the birds got scared and flew directly into the window, and I thought it was dead. Uh, I went to clean it out a couple hours, cleaned it up a couple hours later, and it was gone. So I don't think it's dead, but we are now leaving our garage door open uh, a couple inches so the birds can get in and out so we don't have dead baby bird hanging in our garage <laughs> so uh credit to me for expanding the wildlife and putting my body on the line i think that's our first outright self give no, i think you've given it to yourself i have given myself honorable mention about every other week here <laughs> Yeah, I think that adds up to one though. That I think that adds up. I've never given it to myself. I don't think I've ever given myself the actual award. Fair enough. Uh, I am gonna take um, Chelsea FC Champions League Mm, up the Chels. Winners up the Chels. Banks jumped on the Chelsea train this weekend. 
We got it done. one nothing. Kai Havertz with the goal. Christian Pulisic becomes the first U.S. national team player to win the Champions League. Um, unfortunately, beat Zach Steffen, Maryland's finest in Manchester City. But <laughs> sorry, City. Um, mm, shout out to the – yeah, tough. Tough for all the fans, including their ones that just jumped on the bandwagon. Um, so, yeah, Chelsea, big time. It's my club. Been Been that way for about, you know, 10, 11 years now, ever since I loved Didier Drogba and FIFA. That's a pretty American story of how you fall in love with a European soccer team. Um, so, yeah, champions for the second time in my fandom. And uh, big time. The Pulisic thing is a huge deal. It's a huge, huge deal. So, for people that don't love, don't like soccer, don't care about soccer, you're going to hear that guy's name for a really long time. So, I'm going Chelsea. Thanks. There you go. I am going to, uh, we wanted to talk about this on this episode. We just weren't able to get our ducks in a row here before it comes up here, but the Maryland baseball team has made the NCAA tournament. their ranked for the first well, second week in a row, but um, they're headed to Greenville, South Carolina. I'm kind of stealing your shtick here, taking the Maryland sports thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I but, can't do know, it every week. Yeah. You can't do it every week. You try, you do try. I do. Uh, you kind of did a little bit there. I mean, you still, you, you do what you did. You, you, I'm a company man. Yeah. Yeah. Someone um, signs the check and it's the Rob, university. Of Rob Vaughn's team is headed to Greenville, South Carolina, where they'll be taking on Charlotte six 30 sharp on Friday. Uh, should be ESPN three. should be accessible. If you've got internet somewhere, you should watch it. Um, Maryland baseball teams tend to have some pretty good success in the postseason, from my experience. Made super regionals two times uh, a few years back. Um, this is their first time back to the tournament. Or first time in the tournament since 2017. Since they were at Supers most recently, or uh, no, they made one tournament appearance. We went down to Wake Forest and lost. That's right. Um, but they've been on a hell of a run the last two months, pretty much. Um, started the season what six and nine and then they've just been on a roll pretty much um and so they've got themselves in the tournament excited to watch some meaningful college baseball this friday this weekend as a whole one of the most underrated sports weekends out there if you're into into baseball at all like just march madness meets college baseball um and then these college teams they oftentimes they have three like two or three starters that really carried them all season and then they get into these situations where their season is on the line and they've got to go to their fourth or fifth guy. They got to have a bullpen game on Sunday. And you just have these like crazy games that are like 15 to 13 and people are just scratching and clawing out runs left and right. Um, I love the NCAA baseball tournament. I think it's one of the most underrated events in sports and I'm excited to watch it this weekend. It is a tremendous tournament and you and I are very excited to watch this together on Friday banks. I'm, I'm, I'm cannot wait. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. And like he said, there's just games going on constantly, constantly. Yep. So if you like baseball, it's just like a platter of, oh, this team's in this situation. The, the um, oh, what do they call it? Bases Loaded channel, if you have access to that, is tremendous. It is like a red, it's it's like the a red, red zone of college baseball, and it is freaking awesome. So um, cannot wait to, to watch a lot of that. Yeah, shout out to Rob uh, Vaughn, who people don't know, head coach. Um, Matt Swope, Corey Mascari, Anthony Papio, the coaching staff, done an amazing job this year. Gotten through, they got through a tough start. Um, they were, th- I think, six and nine coming out of the first month of the season. And um, to go on this run and, and put themselves in a position and go to East Carolina. Charlotte is going to be tough. East Carolina is going to be tough. But as you said, we've, we've seen Maryland baseball pull some, pull some upsets before in regional. So I'm really pumped to watch them. Um, they have a, 
few local guys, but specifically Baltimore guy, Maxwell Costas, um, who went to Gilman, uh, who's a power hitter. I think he, he's sort of the Baltimore representative there. Um, And uh, they've got some exciting offensive players and some really good. Sean Burke is a guy that will be a top, you know, 60 pick in the, in the, in the major league baseball draft coming up here. He is a tremendous um, talent on the mound. So, Make sure to watch Maryland baseball. Does anybody have any honorable mentions? They were going to be my top honorable mention. And I didn't specifically did not want to go another Maryland team. Um, I think I've done that like sure. 40 straight times in the segment. So I'm glad that you said that because they yeah. deserve it. And they're kind of like, if you, they're kind of the most interesting now local teams still playing like the Orioles, you know, one yeah. in a row. So if you're trying to find a team right now that is in contention to win something locally, Maryland baseball is your team right now. Yeah. And they're, um, among the three seeds, uh, from what I've read, they're one of the more um, enticing ones that could make some noise in their given region. So. Correct. They're one of the hottest teams in college baseball right now. Other honorable mentions, I'm going to take the Vegas Knights with their Game 7 win on Friday. We're going to ignore the game on Sunday night. Uh, they're currently playing as we speak. It's 2-2 two to two, late in the second period. Um, the Avalanche are so freaking good. I mean, they're, they're just unbelievable to watch. So we'll see how this goes. Yeah, that was, I mean, that was an all time. I said, we're not going to talk about it. I'm headed to secrets. So my honorable mention is secrets. We had a tremendous time. We had a tremendous Sunday. time with secrets. Shout out to our guy, Leighton Moore. Yep. Um, they were, they put on a show up there, even with horrible weather, which means you really couldn't go outdoors. Um, it was popping in there and uh, people were having fun and it was nice to see. We got my bracelet on still here. Um, that was good radio, but, um, yeah, so that's, that's the, and ocean city as a whole, good to see it back. Um, unfortunately the weather was, was, was brutal. Um, but I think all the establishments, it was impossible to get a table pretty, we were trying to watch that champions league game on Saturday. Everywhere was packed cause you couldn't go on the beach. So hopefully the establishments, um, st- still made a decent amount of coin just cause people were forced inside and couldn't really do sure. any of the normal outdoor activities. Um, but yeah, ocean city's back, baby. Yeah, and bottle cork delivered too. We'll, we'll throw yes, that out there. We have to do it one night. Yeah, it's, that place. Oh boy, did it deliver that? That place was popping. Yeah, popping. Oh, those 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 uh, Delaware bars are always a good time. Yeah, Dewey, yeah. Dewey uh, Rehoboth, Bethany. They're all they're all fun. We always somehow make our way up there, and it's always going into the weekends. Like ah, we're not really gonna do that. We're not gonna you know. And then we just and get then we always just a gust of energy PM or something. Like let's head up there. So um, it's worth it. It's worth the trip up. Yeah, they were. We, uh, it's pretty much going to get mixed in every Memorial Day weekend on one night. I think it has to. Yeah, that those those places absolutely starboard. Yeah, again, Gary said put a put an orange crush on his tab. Yeah, we, yeah. Didn't, we didn't get there. Turgeon was there that day though. Apparently, so there was some. Uh, Gar- Gary was there too. Gary was, was there. he? Yeah, they always they're always up there. They're always they're always you know the Delaware people, um, in terms of the beach. There's Fourth so. of July. Any honorable mention to you, Eric? I got zero. You, know, I, you don't I, want to give it to yourself again? You, you, well, you, save, a, you save a straight cat or something? You don't want to like give no, it to I wouldn't, I wouldn't. who bailed you out or anything? Or Yeah. Um. No, no. I think it was mostly just me, you know, just willing to put my body on the line. Sure. Yeah. If Maybe I had I to jump in the harbor, I would have jumped in the harbor. and Taking terrible drafts again where yeah. I'm just going to clean up this, this a draft. Tough subject. It was a tough subject. It was a tough subject. And I again, played chalk. I mean, you, I really did. Yeah. Again, I mean, you, you, yeah, you I played the credit for me for going, you know, going to the gym and watching these shows. And I played with my heart. Time in. So I played with my heart. 
And if I played more with my heart, one tree hill probably would have gotten taken, but you know, I was surprised you didn't, to be honest. When you took Friday Brooke night lights Davis. first, I, I it really occurred to me just how how de- like diminished your your list was in terms of the mainstream. I just shows. yeah, I just and it's not even because I don't want to watch them. I just don't watch them, and I just don't watch a lot of TV. And I just said I don't watch them just because I don't watch them. I just there's no reason. Like I'm not I'm not trying to be like you know alternative. I mean clearly I'm not. I'm watching the OC and you know Wandavision, so I'm not. But I just have never like I've always like I former roommate shot the chase would watch Sopranos and I'd sit down with them and I'd watch it and I really liked it. I just never started from the beginning, and um, I'll get to them. I'll, I'll get to them all at some point. And, and, and I'm willing to continue to take the criticism that comes to me from friends. And I'm sure now listeners like now, I'm, now I'm totally exposed to the public. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. Um, so shout out to, shout out to all this show. Shout out to the draft. Um, that is the, it. that is it for the, uh, for the, Nick Kittermelly Marin person of the week is Banks is reacting um, to what I just saw. Yeah, not off the pipe. One of the pipe. weirdest wait, wait situations next, of all. Uh... This is one of the weirdest situations of all time. RDT is watching this game on cable. I'm watching this game on Fubo TV. Banks is watching this game on Hulu, and we, we are within like a three and a half minute timeline of each other at varying stages. RDT's first, I'm second, and Banks is there. So we're all reacting to everything that's happening at three different times. It's it's oh, as we record this. It's like it's like being on on like club level when you can see the field. You can they're show that you can hear the radio, and then they have like a TV on. Like you obviously hear it from the field first, hear the radio, and then see the TV next. Like boom, boom, boom. Like yeah, it is, it is pretty funny to not say anything. And, and like, I thought there's no way Hulu could be behind Fubo TV. So for the first Colorado goal, I reacted, and Banks didn't see it for another two minutes. <laughs> Hulu is just this, a struggle city. This Mavs Clips game is really good too. Mm, I'm gonna turn that on. I'm gonna turn that on. I this will be really relatable for people. As- they listen to this later days as we sit here and talk about things that are going on live, but you know, that's how this podcast. we always do this. We, we do these on these nights and there's always stuff going on. And it's hard I not just don't think I've done a single podcast here where I haven't been watching a game of some sort. Yeah. Cause we're and always, like, doing I don't watch these nights. things when we have, when we've guests on, but otherwise I'm watching something. Yeah. And this is, this, this we're just sports guys. Two you know? things usually. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you've got the you know the the fifty Two the best TV, TV setup, setup in in Federal Hill. So. Yeah, better than a lot of bars, to be honest. Oh well, that's a no offense to them, but and okay, let's do this right now. I'm gonna do this to end the show. I'm okay. gonna do this right now let's to end it. the show because no, we're back. Been nine, we're ten ten we're back. Coming. Bars are back. We, I was not gonna do this while bars were not back, but it feels like the right time. We'll close the episode with this. You guys can give me your takes. We have to do a better job in America, in America, not just in Baltimore, although I'm, those are the bars I'm normally at, of making sure that TV management is up to a good level. Too many times, too many times. And now I think it's just used to trigger me by people I'm out with. Our TVs, which definitely is, our TVs turned to either, you know, the NBA game ends and they have TNT on for another 24 hours and they're playing reruns of like results. Got Gilmore finals. Girls on. Yeah, or whatever, or USA after a hockey game, and we're watching, you know, I don't know, Monk or, or Mr. Robot in the middle of the afternoon, and it's it's like, all right, maybe you should turn to something that's on, or at a place like Wayward that likes to put the caps on. Sorry, Wayward, I got to call you out. 
you keep Caps post game live on for four hours while there's other things on on six of your TVs, and you, you're not you're not changing the TVs. Just have one person at the bar. And I know these these places. I, I'm not going after bartenders. There's a lot of things to do. There's there's you know yeah crowded and and I know not everyone's there to watch sports. I get it. I get it. I'm, but it's not hard to just change them and. I have a great example. We were sitting there at crossbar three weeks ago for that James Madison, Sam Houston state um, one double a game. Yeah. And we were going to leave and we stayed because they had that on. They had the live sports on and we got another drink because the game was unbelievable. This is not hard. Looney's in college park. I'm going to shout you out. I keep shouting out bars. We have a bar uh, restaurants and title sponsor for shouting out other things, but Looney's in College Park does a great job. They have amazing TVs and they have timers and they make sure things are switched. Just have someone assigned to it. Just or somebody needs to create an app. I'm not going to give this idea away. I'm actually not. <laughs> uh, but there just there has to be something done. This nothing frustrates me more than this. We were sitting at McGurk's two weeks ago on Thursday and we're in the corner and they have some medical drama on while we're sitting there. Like change the TV. It was Grey's Anatomy for like 40 Grey's Anatomy for 45 minutes. Put a basketball game on. Like, what are we doing? There's very few times. I think I watched a person's heart explode. Literally explode. Literally explode. It was on fire. Literally literally exploded. It was a Thursday night with NBA games and Major League Baseball. Unbelievable. You have all the channels. Why are you paying for cable if you're not putting these things on or DirecTV or whatever they have? So it's very frustrating. This is, this is, I think RDT and Banks both know this has been stuck in my craw for a long time. I didn't want to stay on the podcast for a while because bars weren't open. This wasn't relevant, yeah. but now it is so relevant, especially right now where there's a million games on every night with hockey, baseball, basketball, you got the euros coming. You got the, let me tell you what, they better not mess this up during the Olympics. They better have those Olympic sports on there. There's 18 things going oh on at a time. My God, there's going to be so figure many it out. that don't know where CNBC is. None. Mm-hmm. No one oh know the gosh. channels. Just learn your channel guide bartenders. You're amazing. I love the bartenders. I tip them well. I'll tip you better if you put the sports on. Also, don't give me don't give me lip or like that look when you're like, oh my god, I've got to change something. Like, like I, I might stay longer. I might rack up my bill more and like give you more money. So that's that's my thing. Like, let's just yep. get that right. Let's get that right in 2021, America. Let's get that right. We're all back. Everyone's getting vaccinated. We're getting back to bars. We're getting back to having fun. You know, fun is back. It was back in Ocean City this week. While we're at that place, Beach Barrels, and they've got five TVs on with Oklahoma-Washington softball while the Maryland lacrosse game is going on. No one's looking at those two TVs sitting right next to each other with softball. And I like watching softball. I'm not hating on college softball. It's rates fantastically. It's very exciting. But you just got to manage it. You get the Champions League final on. Just – you know, this isn't is also the poor distribution of the televisions poor at beach barrels or in general at a lot of restaurants. They will have the same, we'll have a row of TVs all in the same thing. And then this other side of the bar will have the other things. You got to mix and match them. You yeah. got to give people more screens. I mean, I'm sitting here looking, I mean, in my own home, I've got two screens here. I wouldn't put the same game on both screens. It's crazy. Crazy. Makes no sense. Makes Just no figure sense. it out. Just I wasn't sure out. if you were going to go, naming actual names there for bars 
But if you were, I knew that Wayward was going to be the first one. It has to be. I mean, I, <laughs> a lot of times I've freaked out about them having Caps post game live on. And like, shout out to Caps post game live. There'd be Thursday night football on, and they would, but they, they would still have it. I'm like, and watch, they wouldn't have it on. I'm watching, oh my God, the names have escaped me. It's on Caps post game live. I'm watching all those people, like Alexa Shaw, Buffalo Nick sauce Ash, in his face. Nick Ash. Yeah. I'm, I'm watching all of them, and they're on forever. And I'm like, no one can even hear this. So you, this isn't even worth having on. You, 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 no one, you're not piping in the audio anymore. You turn to Thursday Night Football. We're coming in for, I'm trying to play Golden Tea. I'm trying to turn around and see what's going on with football. Now they took out the Golden Tea now, so really? whatever. And, and, I mean, it's like what happened? Caps five, Flyers three, and we've been watching the same post game for two hours. I was gonna say they, their post game credit to the Caps, but their post game is also like two and a half hours. It's like, so we long. don't need this. We don't and need a Caps Jets breakdown for yeah, four hours. And when hours. it was Rob Carl, like shout out to him, like shout out to all those people. I think they do a very nice job. I'm not hating on Caps. I think even they would agree though. I, I think, think they, they don't need to break down a game. In I think the Caps studio stuff has been very good. I think they good people on, even when they, we love Rob, they got him, they, he, he left, they put new people in, but um, just, it, it doesn't work on at the bar. You have to change the channel. So yeah, Wayward had to get, I'm sorry, Wayward. I love you, Wayward. I really do. I love going there. I, I've I enjoyed, enjoyed my flip night times. I've enjoyed my golden tea times. I've enjoyed your food. I've enjoyed many things about your bar. Your TV management continues to struggle. I, I'm going to pitch. Yeah to to bars in, in like the city like i will go around bar to bar just behind the bar changing like 20 bucks a night just changing the channels like i would love to station, like three and a half every four hours i would love to that. i would love to the rare situation where you get given the remote at a bar that's always great one of the yeah. best situations out there i mean i keep thinking it I doesn't happen getting... in baltimore as much as it has in other places yeah like your hometown bars and shit like that yeah, like they yeah, have yeah no problem handing city, over the remote but, to you yeah i keep wanting to ask mcgurk when we sit at that table that's by the stairs when you have the one tv that nobody else can see that is one way they should give the remote to you correct like when we were trying to get them to change back and forth between the ncaa tournament games that was kind of annoying like i that was annoying I felt like we were being annoying. Yeah. Because it was it was annoying. Like it was on multiple channels. They were going to halftime at different times. You give us the remote in that spot, like we're there forever. Like yeah. I was sat there forever, but I'm like, ah, I gotta keep changing the channel. We're gonna move where we can see multiple TVs to see the games at the same time. You 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 need a bartender who know who again is like up with it, like who knows, all right, this game starts at 12:30, this game starts at like for the tour for March Madness, this game starts at 12:45, this game starts at 110 like here's what channel they're already going to be on you you should have there should be some sort of website or something that with a cheat sheet of just everything that's on it what channel is it on washington post the inside of the Mm -hmm. page oh yeah on the air if you just clip that out or something yeah there's got to be something there's got to be some way i and and look i will give credit where credit it's due sometimes bart like i think Ever since it opened, I think Riverside's TV management does, is, has done a very good job, right? and their TV setup is very good. Um, like I, I'm, I'm out here. I'm out here to give you credit. I'm, I'm, I want to. Um, but yeah, what do you guys think has the best TV setup of any bar right now? You go to regularly. I know mine. That I go to regularly. Like I just don't go to it regularly anymore. But. College Park Loonies is is the best one. Yes, it's the best one. Good. Yeah, no, so I was gonna say Maple on Loonies. So yeah, there's any Loonies, of those, any of Loonies really. It's I've been to two bars in the last like year and a half, and it's like there's Jimmy's just less real estate in the Jimmy's, one in Canton. But Jimmy's is really good too because it is sit at the table with the owner. He'll change it to whatever the fuck you want it to be. 
Correct. Shout out, John. Yeah. But no, no, I because again, I have friends who work at the Maple Lawn in, in Looney's, and they'll legit like they have a very they have it set up, and and they are they have the very strict like this TV cannot be changed, this will not be changed. So they make sure that it's on the right thing and that it's programmed to change when this game is over and move over. Like they 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 Looney's is on top of the game when it comes to TV management. And they just stick TVs everywhere. They yeah, know well, they, exactly they, they who they are. That there's 190 TVs in each wall. It's incredible. And, you know, Great place to watch sports. College Park Loonies. Or any of the Loonies. Get to. Any of the Loonies. Yeah. And, and here. there's not that. There isn't a bar right now, at least in Fed Hill, that is like sort of just like a straight sports bar. Sports bar. Which, which is kind fine, of stinks. But I'm surprised no one has just taken that. Taken that mantle and just kind of run yeah there's potential for a the casino to be the place with a sports book with a bajillion tvs yeah yeah what about like but, a green turtle where they have like your own tv at each table like i know that. green turtle in columbia has that but again it's just one i want to oh, say right. riverside did that on sunday on sundays outside uh you know who's doing that uh hair of the dog outside on sundays oh okay Mm-hmm. They had, the, I believe, they had the personal TVs. I believe. Shout out to Hair the Dog if that's true. I might just be. Yeah, I haven't been there in a while. They have a lot of TVs. Hair the Dog out of nowhere. They've sneak in a lot. There's a like, lot pound for pound. They got a lot, of, a lot of screens. A lot in the back of that bar. Yeah. So yeah, that's my rant. That's what we. I think we've teased this a couple times as we've gone through the show. Let's figure it out. Let's figure it out. 2021 year bar TV management. This is. For somebody who knows Taylor, this is actually like a three or four year. I mean, it's probably before that, before I even really knew him well, but this is yeah. Like yeah. You, you mentioned at some point, it's it's when TVs are not the way they need to be, everyone is nudging Taylor like, you see this? It's it's a yeah, <laughs> I mean it's a firm trigger. It's a firm trigger for your for your boy. I mean, it is I'm just like, what are we doing? Just because I just want to, I you know, I just we're sitting with yeah, the boys sitting, you're you know, the boys and the girls, we're, we're, we're chopping it up. Obviously, it's not all about watching TV, but you just want to look up and just be able to get see the right thing. I don't want to look up and yeah. see exploding hearts on Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> that hurts my bar experience. You might as well turn the TV off. Yeah, you're gonna have that on. So I've told my friends who are bartenders that too, or like I'll go in when they're working and be like, "Why do you have this on?" And they're like, "I don't care what's on in the background." I'm like, "That is." the complete wrong That's mindset to have. Cause I'm like, if people walk in and they see Grey's Anatomy, I would turn around and walk out and be like, there oh, have been times that happened this weekend. A couple places. Like they just didn't have TVs on. So we're just like, well, we're gonna keep walking. Yeah. Like I would a hundred percent choose where I'm going on. What is on your TV right then and there. We're like where you have them placed, especially as sports gambling becomes bigger and you can do it on your phone. Yeah. Bars have got to think about that because if yep. people will just sit there on their phones and bet, you're going to have people stay at places longer to do that. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be a huge amount of people, but it's more than more than less people are going to start to do that. Oh, so. it was uh, Pizza Two Goes. What are you doing? Yeah, Pizza Two Goes. Sorry, Pizza Two Goes. You just didn't have your TVs on, so we didn't stay there. <laughs> <laughs> we we're trying to find anywhere where everywhere had like an hour wait because you no one could go to the beach. Oh man, life. God, how hard is this? Is such a first world problem. <laughs> <laughs> such a first world problem. But it is a Baltimore sports podcast. So why not talk about TV management? Uh, that's it for this episode of the X52 podcast presented by Jimmy Seafood. 
Thanks again to Fed Thrill for sponsoring our starting five segment. Make sure to use the promo code EXIT52 at checkout for 20% off your new sunnies for the summer. Follow all of us on social media. You can follow Banks at Barstool Banks. You can follow RDT at E-D-I-T-T-I-22. You can follow me at Taylor Smith 10. You can follow the podcast at Exit52 on uh, I you podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Make sure to give us a review, a like, a rating, all of those different things. Um, and appreciate all the listeners and appreciate seeing um, the local community back at it, out and about. It has been great to see. Uh, the fact this podcast, very in its infancy, had a program to help start lo- help you know local restaurants, and now we're sort of into a situation where people are heading back to those is very nice to see. We will see you next time on the Exit 52 podcast presented by Jimmy's Seafood.